0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring on the Reviews podcast, where if you want it, re-review it. My name is DC, and the goal of this podcast is podcast to bring you a ton of movie news, a ton of comic news, and even some movie news as well. Today is the 94th episode of the podcast, which is happening on January 23rd, 2019. So basically in thumbs up, thumbs down, I go over my thoughts on what happened the last past week. Give get a thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs all the way in a circle. Um, so the first thing I have here, uh, which is the nominations for the Oscars that's happening in a couple of weeks, probably like a month from now, roughly the time timeline is gonna be. So this quite interesting movies that's actually on this list. A couple others that I'm so shocked and surprised who actually made it instead of making it to like another category. So that's kind of surprising to me. but let's go deep dive into it fully. So basically, um, best picture. It's a very interesting kind of situation with this whole thing. So the first movie I have here for Best Picture is um, Black Panther, surprisingly enough. I never thought it would be pushed into the realm of Best Picture. I thought it would be just a pipe dream. When they mentioned the the most popular movie, I thought Black Panther would fit into that kind of role, but surprisingly enough, they pushed him to Best um, Picture, which I'm happy for. I'm kind of surprised. But you'll see shortly soon how it's like with a grain of salt because... It's like Best Picture, but there's no Best Actor or um, Best Actress, I believe. And the same thing for um, the uh, so Supporting Roles. So, let me go down a little further, and I'll mention that as well. Um, Black Klansman's on as well, which is a good pick as well. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. So, my prediction's in this one here. I predict that Green Book might get it. If it's not Green Book, then it's definitely going to be Black Klansman or Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't think Black Panther's going to win, unfortunately enough. I think that it might just get snubbed quite easily. Just because the other um, movies that's going to be mentioned down below have more stake into it. Or it could be the other way around. It could be to a point where it does win Best Picture only because everything else is such... um, dominated by other movies. But when you when you read about it, let me go to the next thing here, um, which is Best Director. Um, best Director is um, Black Handsman, Cold War, The Favorite, Roma, and Vice. So you notice the movies that kind of double up on this kind of situation right here. You don't see anything from um, Black Panther. So it might win Best Picture, but then again, you got to think about it. Normally when a movie wins Best Picture – the director falls with it as well, because it kind of like kind of hand in hand. Kind of, it all depends on how tough the situation is. Sometimes they might vary from each other, but most of the time they're both hand in hand. Whereas best director, best picture, it's normally the one on one kind of thing. Or if it's not best picture, it'll be like the best actor or actress and and lead role basically. So we'll see about all that kind of stuff there. My prediction on this one will probably be um, Alfonso Cuarón because I probably said his name wrong. Because I I, I haven't seen a movie, but I've s- seen him quite often pop up on the the award shows, and so far, they seem like they love him. So they might go with him again, just because, you know, um, favorite pick, basically, when it comes down to it. If he doesn't win, then it'll be Spike Lee, because he, by, by far better one out of all these um lists here except for Alfonso I think they're both like, neck and neck for me when it comes down to it now the next character I have here is best actor so we have Christian Bale for Vice we have Bradley Cooper for A Star is Born Willem Dafoe for At Enemies Gate uh, At Enemies Gate <laughs> At Attorney's Gate uh, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody and Viggo Mortensen for Green Book so in this list here my prediction will be um it'll probably be Christian Bale or a mix between Christian Bell and Bradley Cooper, just because I'm biased on Bradley Cooper because his role I believe was superb in *The Star Is Born*. I'm surprised that he wasn't put up for Best Director, uh, which is kind of sad. But um, yeah, I have to say either those two. I think um Kristen Bell might win it out just because *Transformation*. Um, also Rami, but um I, I don't know. I'd I more pick Christian Bell over all the other folks here. But as you see again, there's no Black Panther um, representation on here as well. So you, you see how it's going to form to it and see that putting them in this list was cool and thanked for, you know, the nomination. But it's it looking very, very grim that they're actually going to win Best Picture. It's, it's very, very far-fetched when it comes down to it. Um, next, you have Best Actress, which is... um, I'm not going to see these ladies' names properly, but hey, let's go with it. Um, it's going to be the... Le- Lalitza Aparico? I kind of said her name wrong. It's whatever. From Roma, um, Glenn Close and the wife, um, Olivia Coleman from The Favorite, Lady Gaga from Starsborne, and Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me? Um, this one here. It's kind of hard. I probably won't give it to Lady Gaga. No. Um, maybe Olivia or Glenn. Probably Glenn Close. I haven't seen that movie, but I'll probably give the Glenn Close in this whole um, um section here. It, it's kind of weird because I haven't seen half these movies. Actually, I saw Stars Born, favorite. And I said, yeah, I haven't seen Can You Ever Forgive Me? It looked kind of interesting, but uh, I don't like Mr McCarthy, so I'm kind of biased on that as well. So hopefully she loses. And I know Lady Gaga won't win because everyone thought her role was great, but it wasn't the best. So I have to say between Olivia and Glenn. Win in that kind of category. Next, we have here is best adapted screenplay. You have screenplays from Black Klansman, The Bowed of Buster Shrugs, um, Can You Ever Forgive Me? If Bill Street Could Talk, and The Star is Born. With this one, this is kind of hard. Just because I haven't heard about um, The Bowd of Buster Shrugs. So I'm not sure where would that fall in. But if I had to pick between this list of things here, I would probably pick it's between the stars born and black Klansman. I'll probably go with Starsborn. born. It's because I love that movie. I just, one, of my, one of my favorite movies of 2018 was the stars born. So I'll probably just fall back on that one just because, you know, that's what I know. And that's what I love um, for that kind of situation right there. Next section I have here is um, best of ritual screenplay, which is from the favorite, the first um, reformed green book. Roma, and Vice. And again, no Black Panther. You've seen it multiple times here. No Black Panther in any of these listings here. So again, as I mentioned, it's looking very, very grim that it's actually going to win Best Picture. I feel like it was a little nod to have them in there, which is cool. But again, it it looks very, very grim to have them actually make it anywhere in the Best Picture scene. It it just looks very, very slim when it comes down to it. Um, so in this section here, I probably would pick, where's the original screenplay? i will probably pick Green Book. Oh yeah, Green Book to be honest. Um, it was enjoyable. It was one of the things that was fresh and new. I would say Vice, but I love Vice more because of Christian Bale than the actual story that it was actually telling. So it's just one of those things where it's like, I love one character for the most part. Everything else is like, I could care less kind of, but, for a Green Book, I, I actually like all of it for the most part. It was it's pretty funny. It had a nice somber tone when it needed to. It, it definitely hit all the ranges I needed to hit um, for myself. Next set, um, next uh, category. Sorry, is um best supporting actor, which was weird because I would think he was not supporting. Was like the main person, but I, I could see why they made him supporting because Vega Mortensen was a little more on the forefront in that movie. So I can see why they did that. It's fine, whatever. Um, but I think they should have, he should have been at least, you know, the main, I'm just saying. So, um, Mahershala Ali, um, Adam Driver, Sam Elliott, Richard E. Grant, and Sam Rockwell. This is hard to pick. I'll probably give him Mahershala Ali, just because of Green Book. And I love that movie. I would say Sam Elliott, but he played more Sam Elliott than he did a character for the most part. So for me, I, I'm no good. And, um, Sam Rockwell, no, because he played George Bush, which was fine, but it didn't really take him out of his realm of what he needed to do. Um, it would have been a mix between Adam Driver for Black Klansman or Mahershala Ali, which I think Mahershala would definitely win out in this section here. Uh, it looks like it's very, very close with this section when it comes down to it. Next section we have here is um Best Supporting Actress. So we have Amy Adams for Vice. You have Marina de Travilla. I'll check that. Travilla. I'm gonna keep it going. I'm um, Roma, and um, Regina King for If Bill She Could Talk. Emma Stone for the Favorite. Um, Rachel Weiss for the Favorite as well. They double up on this one. I have a feeling that a person from the Favorite will win. So it's either a um, Emma or Rachel, unfortunately. Um, though I could probably say. Amy did well in Vice. Uh, actually, her character won it too. But I feel that because they're doubled up in this, um, is one category here that one of them will win. So it's gonna be someone from the favorite. Not sure which one. You could put them on each one when it comes down to it. But I think one of them will win in that. Um, retrospect. Next thing I have here is um, best original song. So you have, actually, this is one section actually gonna be in there. Um, all the stars. Um, for Black Panther, I'll fight for RBG on uh, the place where Lost Things Go for Mary Poppins Returns, um, Shallow for Stars Born, and When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings for uh, The bout of Buster Shrugs. So in this one, this is very, very hard, because Shallow and All the Stars are pretty good. If I had to pick, though, I'll probably say All the Stars. Just 'cause I, I I hear that more on the radio than I do shallows. Like Shallow I hear every now and then. The last time I heard it on the radio I was actually surprised. I was like, Oh, they actually played a stars born song. That's pretty cool. I actually want to hear more of it. But I think all the stars played a lot more. I think it has more of a tempo beat and it's just it's hit more of a lot of, you know, younger folks and whatnot. So I think that itself, it would definitely win that category there. Um Let's see. I'm doing two more categories. So the first category out of the last two I'm going to do is best animated feature. Um, so in here you have Incredibles 2, The Out of the Dogs, Mirai, um, um, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Hands down, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse should win this one. There's no competition for anyone else. Incredibles 2 is amazing, but I feel that Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, best movie of 2018. It should win this clearly. Um, anything else... No, no question. No ralph breaks internet really wasn't feeling that out of the dogs eh? wasn't my kind of thing and mirai Yeah, eh, i'm okay with that. So definitely spider-man to the spider-verse Hands down no even competition with that one when it comes down to it The next one I have here and the last one i'll go over in this whole section There's quite a bit of categories when it comes down to it. Um I, I see more black panther when it comes down to sound and sound mixing And then costumes, and that's pretty much it when it comes down to it. Um, Not much else for Black Panther besides those few little things here. Uh, Production design, you also see them there as well, and you also see them in a few. That's probably it now. There's not much that they're in this whole Oscar scene, which kind of sucks. You kind of wish they had more with it when it comes down to it. Um, so, yeah, back to my last one from the section is Best Original Score, which is um, Black Panther is in there, Black Klansman, um If Bill Street Could Talk, Out of Dogs, and Mary Poppins Returns. So, this one here, I will probably give the Black Panther. When it comes down to it, the album itself it was done by Kendrick Lamar, and it sounded pretty solid, and I'll definitely listen to that over and over and over again. So, I think they definitely. Would get that kind of um, award in that kind of aspect, just because it just it sounds good, and when it comes down to it, an album that sounds like it could be a studio album, best thing you could ever do for a move itself. So that that's for me. That's why I think it's gonna win in that kind of situation. So yep, um, all all in all, the nominations weren't bad. wasn't horrible. I wasn't too thrilled about everything that happened this um past year. But I do see that there's quite a bit of nominations from all across the board and there's this couple of sneaking ones and it wasn't too horrible. So for that one, I give the thumbs three quarters way up. I would give it a medal, but I think quite a few of the nominations were well warranted and while others not as much. But for for these ones that are on this list, it's not too bad at all. I want to see exactly what happens when the Oscars come around. To so next thing I have here, which is hilarious enough, um, he will not be. I'm not sure he's going to Oscars. Who knows? But he is definitely not hosting Oscars, and that is Kevin Hart. So there's some news about Kevin Hart, and he is going to be starring in a Monopoly project. So Lionsgate and Hasbro are working together to make a Monopoly movie. So that's kind of crazy, kind of cool. I, I, I'm kind of kind of on the fence on this movie i'll be honest i'm not sure how it's going to play out it's going to play out to a point where it's going to be like a jumanji kind of feel where they have the board with them and they roll the dice and they're the 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 pawns or whatever on the on the actual board itself moving to different locations in manhattan or it's going to be something else where it's like um i think it's zatara or something like that where it's like It was like a fantasy move that happened a couple years ago where it kind of took over the life. It kind of like a a Jumanji kind of spinoff, not really spinoff, kind of feel vibe to it as well. So I'm not really sure, especially that um, Kevin Hart's in the Jumanji reboot, basically. Or not reboot. It's more or less like a, it kind of is a reboot. Um, Yeah. So he's in that one. So I'm not sure how this one will work as well. Just because the Monopoly movie, well, movie, the Monopoly game itself is such a big game and i'm not sure if they're gonna make it like a a one and done or they're gonna make like a multi um franchise of sorts you can do franchise and introduce more characters because it's a long long game i've never seen many folks go through the game in under like four or five hours like for me i'm sitting there playing it's like an all-night affair you have to sit down there with some coffee and be like all right let's, let's dig into it we're not stopping until someone calls it quits, basically. So I'm not sure exactly what will come about this whole movie. There's not really much that's been said about, you know, the the um, plot of it, what they're going to try to do with it. It, it feels like it's going to be a very big undertaking. But also with Kevin Hart in the, the realm, uh, realm in the reigns, I feel like it's going to be more comedic than anything, which can it do for it? Possibly. Because back when Jumanji came out, You had um, Robin Williams um, doing the the forefront of that whole movie. So it could potentially be the same kind of thing. But I think you want to separate yourself from Jumanji and make it a point where you tell your own story, but don't hit the beats of Jumanji. Because then it's going to be like, you're a Jumanji ripoff, basically. Um, And that's never, ever good, especially for a movie like Monopoly. It's just kind of weird. But you can do like a clue. Because Clue wasn't bad. It was more of the campy side. It, it'll be hard. I got to see exactly what they do with this whole movie in general. But for me, I, I think the news of hearing that Kevin Hart's going to be the actual star of this movie, I give it thumbs middle. I'm on the fence. I'm not, not hating the idea, but not loving it either. But when it comes down to it, I want to see more from it. I want to hear more from it. And hopefully when there's more... Um, information that comes out that can say all right this is going to be good this might not be good or it might you know spark my interest a little bit more but for now thumbs middle so in trailers i have now two trailers um one's from netflix and one is from a movie that i really really enjoy and i really really want to see very very soon i'm gonna be in the line when it comes on thursday but like I right, watch this it's going to be hyped. It's going to be fun. It's going to be kind of cool. And the movie I'm talking about is John Wick Chapter 3 Parabellum. So this one dropped. And when it dropped, it it kind of shocked and awed me. Just because I was like, oh, the trailer dropped. And I wasn't sure if it was real or it was a fan made. Because I've been, I've been used to the whole John Wick um, promotion. And the first one, did not promote too much? The second one promoted a little bit more, but not as much. And this one promoted us a little bit more as well. So hopefully there's not too many trailers for John Wick. just because you, you have to go see the movie. You have to experience it firsthand. So watching this trailer, it was very, very cool. I, I felt like they went back into the world. Nothing really has shifted too much to the point where you cannot really can tell what's going on. It's the point where it's like it can continues from what left off in Part 2, which I don't want to spoil. But if you see this trail, you see that he's running away from the assassins and they're all going after him. So it's going to be kind of crazy. Uh, I can't wait to see exactly what happens after the time runouts and then how he gets to point A to point B, how he's going to survive in this whole world. Is he going to die in this one? Who, who knows? Because there's so many people after him. It's like, all right, it's a $14 million contract on your head. I, I don't know who's going to survive that. He might, but... Who knows? It's one of those things where John Wick is such a great character. And the action genre in that kind of retrospect is definitely transformed. Because John Wick 1, amazing. John Wick 2, not as amazing. But it just stepped off just a slight step down. So I'll say John Wick was like 95%. Um, John Wick 2 is like 90 Hopefully this one hits up to like a, a 91, 92 It doesn't have to be as awesome as the first one. But it has to be better than part two. If, they, if it does that, then I'm perfectly happy. Because, you know, it's hard to do trilogies. It really is. And hopefully they end it off of that one. And then go off into the the world of the um Continental. Rather than say, alright, let's do John Wick 4, 5, 6. Because it, it'll be too much. But for just the trail itself, amazing. Him on a horse. I was happy to see that. Him kill people on a horse them using knives and katanas and him matching up with Halle Berry and them using the dogs and whatnot. Everything in the trailer just sparked my interest. Every time I watched the, the, the trail itself, I wanted to see more and more and more of it. It got me even more hyped every single time I watched it. So for me, thumbs up all the way for John Wick, chapter three, Pelabellum. Amazing. Hmm. Now, Let's <laughs> switch gears. So um <laughs> the next one I have here is um High Flying Bird. So this is gonna be on Netflix and it's gonna be out in the next couple of weeks. I wasn't wasn't too harsh on this one. It was actually kinda entertaining. Um it it, it wasn't the worst trailer, but it wasn't too revealing of the storyline itself. I was kinda confused, to will be honest, when I watched this trailer, because I wasn't sure if they're talking about basketball, baseball, football, whatever have you, whatever sport they're talking about. I wasn't really sure. So when it came down to it, it had me intrigued, but at the same time confused as well. So I I can't wait to see more of it. I want to see like maybe one more trailer to figure out what are they talking about per se and see exactly what can this movie bring to the table that other movies has done before it um and separate itself from it as well. But I know this has like a feeling, the vibe of, I can't really see Jay Maguire. It kind of does feel it, but not really. Because um, it kind of kind of feels, but it's hard to tell. Just because this trailer alone was semi-confusing. I'm not going to lie. it's very, very confusing. I-, I was confused when I watched it. I was like, I don't know, but it looks kind of entertaining. And I kind of want to see it but kind of don't. So I'm kind of up in the air with that one. So that alone will let me give this one a thumbs middle because I'm neither on the fence or... I'm neither, I'm kind of on the fence, kind of, but not really. It's like I'm, like, tippy-toeing off the fence, but kind of on the good side. But it's hard to tell. It, right now, it's very, very hard to tell for this movie. I want to see more from it, to be honest. Um, Hopefully, it's looking... Better when you have more trailers, but for now, I give this one a thumbs middle. So every week, there's a few movies that come out in theaters, and I rank them from um, I'll pass to interested. So this week we actually have four movies. Um, I definitely changed from last week. We only had one, so this week i have four. Uh, four of them that's nationally released. I'm not talking about ones that are limited to different regions of the world. I know for myself in New York City, I get quite a few limited releases here. But I'm only going to do the ones that are nationally released. So, the first movie we have here is Serenity. So, this is not Serenity from way back. I think 2009? I think 2009. Not the um, *The Firefly movie. Not that one at all. This is Serenity from Matthew McConaughey. And um, Anne Hathaway and Jason, Jason Blum. No, Jason Blake. Jason Burns. No. Jason Mo, No. <laughs> no, um, so yeah, that crew there. Um, they're actually doing a movie that's supposed to be like a a, a thriller semi suspense movie. That's what I kinda of feel from it. It's like um it's be kinda of fun. I kinda of wanna see what's gonna happen with it. I give this one a, a semi interested. That's because it drew my it drew my attention and I really wanted to see exactly what comes about it. I wasn't too thrilled when I saw the trailer, but if Math McCartney is doing his job and that should be very, very good. Anne Hathaway looks very, very mischievous I kinda wanna see what is her play in the movie. I think that's the reason why I'm kinda interested in the movie in general, just because she's a great actress and if she's playing like a dual role, it'll be definitely amazing. I love when she plays both I play when she plays the vents basically. When she plays the fence it is superb because you you see a switch between her between the innocent and then the extra vicious person. I will see that switch happen between her, so I'm interested in seeing the movie um, only for that feature alone. The next movie I here, I, the next movie I have here is The Kid Who Will Be King, an Arthur movie basically for the new age of folks out there. So that, that's all I can say from it. Um, there's not much else I can say besides is kind of interesting, but not really. I'm not really hyped and keen on this movie in general. It looks kind of weird. Um, when it comes down to it, it, it it feels like it's a very, very, very cliched movie. He finds a stone, finds a sword, becomes like a king of sorts, and then helps become, gets friends. And it, it feels weird. It feels like a very, very family orientated movie. And, I'm not sure what it's going to bring to the table. It feels like it's going to be very, very cliched. So, for me, uh, I give it a semi-pass. It's one of those things where I'm not going to watch it just to watch. I'm not going to watch it because I want to, but I might just watch it because I just want to watch something. So, for me, it's a semi Um These next two movies, which I'm going to go with the Bala first, the Bala movie with um, Gina Rodriguez. I give it a hard pass. Um, it looks, doesn't look good at all. It looks very, very bad, <laughs> It looks very, very bad. It looks very, very cliched. It looks like she's trying her hand at action, which I'm fine with. You know, if you want to try action, go ahead and try action. It's one of those things where I have to see more from her to believe her as an action star of sorts. And the, the premise seems very, 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 very cliched. It's just her getting trapped and then her getting basically blackmailed because she did something bad that she was forced to do. It's just... It feels kind of weird. It feels kind of offish kind of thing. It feels like something that shouldn't have gone to the theaters. It should have went to like Netflix or something like that. That's what I feel when I see this trailer when it came on um, actual the screen itself. So for me, I just want a hard pass. Um, I'm probably going to watch it eventually, but I'm not going to be like, oh, I have to go see this right now. I I might go see it this weekend and just say, all right, let's let's see what I'm getting myself into, but it's not going to be something that I'm going to be extra hyped to see basically. The last movie I've is is Stan and Ollie. So I gave this one... This is the first time ever I'm actually going to give this one a super hard pass. Um, <laughs> I've never ever gave something a super hard pass. But it's definitely going to be something that's actually going to pop up. Super hard pass is going to be something that I definitely don't want to see at all. I won't even waste my time or energy to go watch the movie. Unfortunately, John C. Riley. Isn't on the best track record for my whole book and scene. It feels like when he's on the screen, there are funny moments at times, but there's other times where it's just it's just piss horrible. It's not good at all, man. Whew! I remember the last movie I saw, which was um the um the Sherlock and Holmes movie, and man, that movie was torture. It's like, if you want to ever torture someone, put that movie on and strap someone down to a chair and be like, you got to watch this whole thing. Give someone coffee and say, you have to watch this entire movie from start to finish. Man, that movie is harsh. So seeing that he's in this movie, I'm like, ooh, let's see what they do. Well, John C. Riley is either hit or miss, and I feel like this one is a miss. So that alone, I give this movie a hard Super hard pass. Sorry, super super hard pass. So, um, that's all I have for this episode. Uh, you can find us on all social media's on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, iTunes at Bring On Reviews. You can find us on Twitter at Bring On Reviews. No the not one. You can just use the hashtag Bring On Reviews for any comments, personal reviews, and suggestions you might have. You can even visit the website, which is Bring On for any movie reviews and even this podcast as well if you love watching tv shows enjoy watching movies therefore you should definitely put your voice out there and start writing some reviews if you want to write for reviews for this website please email me at info at bring and use the subject line i want to join the review team um, besides that, you can also send in any questions and inquiries you might have to that same email address as well. Do find me on social media, on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter at Dwight DwightAntC. That's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Again, that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Or if you want to email me directly, you can email me at dc at bringhonoreviews.com. And we'll catch you viewers next time.